Hey everybody, Mike DiCepoli, Heritage Financial Advisory Group. We appreciate you tuning into this video. Uh, with the third quarter underway, it's time for another market update. We just want to discuss a couple of the things we see going on in the markets and the economy, as well as highlight where we see the strengths, the opportunities, the weaknesses, and uh, how do we navigate all this as we move forward. Well, we're seeing a lot of very consistent themes this year in the market, really since the beginning of 2018. I'll go over a couple of those here with you today. Uh, so the first is this very visual very public and protracted trade negotiations between the United States and China. This really started back at the end of January into early February. Uh, initially, it was perceived as a very big negative by the markets. We saw the markets sell off very precipitously. And they have since recovered as the market has become a lot more resilient around all this trade war chatter. Uh, we still maintain the belief that we will not end in a trade war uh, with China. We do think there will be some concessions made, uh, but nonetheless, we do expect these negotiations to carry on for some time. Uh, the United States has introduced tariffs into the mix now as a tool for leverage. Uh, we do expect there will be some sort of Chinese response. Uh, but the reality is, guys, that China cannot get on without the United States. Uh, they send a ton of exported goods here every year. I think in 2017 alone, about $550 billion worth of goods. And don't get me wrong, we do send a lot of product there as well, but it's a major imbalance in China's favor. Uh, so we continue to believe that there will be some concessions made, which will be seen as a large victory by the markets and the economy. Uh, what would a small concession from China look like? Perhaps they agree to lower the tariffs that they have on U.S. automobiles entering their country. Uh, currently, I believe at 25%, while we only tax their autos coming in at 2%. So you can see just one thing right there, a major imbalance. Uh, so there is a lot to work with here for the Trump administration, and hopefully uh, they're able to get a means to an end here and to have some sort of a, a positive negotiation. We do expect that this will take a couple months to play out, uh, so the volatility will continue in the marketplace. But we do see that volatility creating a lot of opportunity. Uh, if you know anything about the markets, you know the markets tend to react first and think second. So a lot of times when these headlines come out about you know trade war fears and, and different narratives around the trade war, we're seeing the markets sell off only to recover a couple hours or a couple days later. So we see that as an opportunity to buy investments that we like at a discount and add additional value to the portfolio strategy. Uh, another one of the narratives we're hearing a lot about this year is this continued talk about interest rates, uh, rising interest rate environment here in the United States, which we see as a good thing. As the economy continues to grow, it is the Federal Reserve's job to continue to increase interest rates to keep up with economic growth. They do this to control the money supply, to make sure that not too much capital gets added to the economy and the economy runs too hot, if you will. So we've seen one interest rate increase so far this year. Uh, we anticipate there to be one to two more this year. I think the most likely time frame would be either September or October Federal Reserve meeting. And while many pundits see rising interest rates as a bad thing, uh, we do not share that view. We think interest rates only increase when an economy is growing. And there are also some benefits that will come along with higher interest rates. Uh, for those of you keeping money at the banks and savings accounts, CDs, or any other bank products, you should see an increased return on your investment as rates go up. Um, on the downside or on the other side of the coin for people taking mortgages, taking car loans, taking personal loans, anything where the bank is lending you money, obviously your borrowing costs will rise with interest rates, but we think that's a fair trade-off if the economy continues to expand. 
We continue to hear a lot of positive talk about corporate earnings as we move into the new corporate earnings season. This will now be the second quarter where these companies will report earnings that include the benefits of the corporate tax reform passed earlier this year. Uh, the first quarter with the reform benefits included did look good. Uh, we expect that trend to continue in the second quarter as companies have more money uh, to, to invest in their companies, to expand their companies, their balance sheets are healthier than ever before, naturally because they're paying less corporate taxes. So we see that as a benefit for the stocks that we own. Because even if they make the same amount of money year over year last year compared to this year, when you cut the tax rate, you're giving them more profits, more revenues, and in turn, better value for shareholders. Uh, so we're going to continue to watch earnings very closely as three, third quarter, excuse me, third quarter earnings kicks off. Uh, but we do anticipate a tailwind in the markets as the tax reform impact has been largely positive uh, so far. Now, as far as what we like, where we want to invest, where we see opportunities, we think the best bet right now for our money is focusing on United States domestic companies, companies that derive all their profits and revenues right here in the United States. Uh, you hear us talk about this a lot. We call these our small cap investments. And there's really two main reasons why we think that's the place to be. Number one, because companies that do all their business in the United States will have a greater impact from the corporate tax reform than, say, companies that do half of their business here and half of their business globally. And the second reason is these domestic United States-based companies do not worry about international trade war chatter. They don't react nearly as negatively to some of the narratives that have been coming out of these negotiations with the United States and China. And we think that is the most prudent way to invest right now. Uh, we think there's a lot of problems in the international community, particularly in emerging markets. Uh, so those are areas that we want to avoid. We want to continue to be focused on the small cap U.S. companies and, of course, technology. Technology has been a very big leader in our portfolios, performed very well this year. Uh, we expect that to continue in the second half of the year. These companies are finding ways to innovate and to increase their efficiencies without growing their workforce. So we're very excited about the prospects of some of the companies that we own. We continue to watch them very closely. Now, again, obviously, we move ahead here into the third quarter. We do expect the volatility to stay as this very public trade war battle goes back and forth between the United States and the public eye. Uh, you know, as we know at to this point, we know by now President Trump has a very different negotiating style than previous presidents. Everything is done very much in the public eye. Some of it is actually done on Twitter, uh, which is definitely a first uh, for this White House and for the Oval Office. But nonetheless, um, you know, however we get there, we do think when both sides come to a, to a head and when both ends meet, that there will be some sort of concessions made that the markets uh, will see as a victory for the United States. So we expect that to provide additional tailwinds to the markets and the economy. Uh, we do see gas prices continuing to rise, which is very normal uh, for summer months. We're really seeing that happen for two main reasons. Number one, consumption is up in the summer, so that's something cyclical that we see every year. And number two, that we, we are seeing uh, lower amounts of reserves of oil, which will always drive prices up. So again, we don't think this is anything to worry about at this time. We have read some things in the news, uh, you know, talking about how the, the rise in gas prices will offset the tax cuts uh, that were passed earlier this year. We don't share that belief at that time, but of course it bears watching, so we'll keep a very close eye 
on that. Overall, we're very content with the portfolios right now, how the strategy is performing. Our focus on small cap investments and technology investments has led us to outperform the markets so far this year. Uh, if you look at an index like the Dow Jones Index, which has a lot of international exposure, you know, only up uh, less than 1% this year versus something like the NASDAQ Technology Index is up over double digits. Now, why the disparity in performance? It all comes down to that international exposure that the Dow Jones has. So anytime this whole trade war chatter pops up, companies with international exposure are being hit the hardest, while the companies solely focused in the United States have been much less harmed by that news. So we continue to focus there. But if you have any questions, please reach out to me. You know, we love to chat about markets, economy, portfolios, whatever it may be, whether it's something specific to you or just a broader question about the economy. Uh, we're always happy to talk about it. Uh, we hope you're all doing well. You know, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can give us a call, send us an email. Uh, we're always looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you back next time.